Hi guys, and welcome to the Pondering Stepmom podcast. My name is Michelle, and thank you very much for joining me today. Uh, So this is going to be the last episode of season five. I am going to be taking a bit of a break um, until probably January mid or late January, but I will probably pop in throughout the holidays for maybe one or two bonus episodes when I can. Um, So to finish out this season, I wanted to get some feedback from stepmoms on how they feel the perception of their role has changed over the years or decades. Um, So here is the topic that I posted. It said, stepmoms, do you feel like attitudes about stepmoms in general have changed for the better over the last few decades? Can you comment with any positive evolutions you've noticed in regards to your stepmom role, whether it be in our society, culture, TV, films, or your own personal experiences? Um, And I'm going to go straight to the Pondering Nook's Instagram and read a comment from Jules who said, Yes, it seems that stepmoms are being noticed more as the second mom or even the first mom who's there all the time to be a mom. Thank you, Jules. Yes, absolutely. And I do remember when I first became a stepmom, I felt embarrassed and I felt awkward standing in the pickup line waiting for my stepson with all the other moms. And my perception at that time was I'm the only stepmom here. I'm the outcast. Um, I was hesitant to start talking to any of the other moms there because I felt as though once they found out that I was quote unquote, just the stepmom, that I would somehow be invalidated or devalued as a parent and they would immediately dismiss me. Um, It really never occurred to me that there might just be a lot of other stepmoms out there, you know, not just one, but maybe several other stepmoms in that school pickup line besides me who felt the same way as me. Um, And yeah, let's not forget the stepdads too, obviously. And all these feelings were just due to my own insecurity and my own perceptions. And, you know, at the time, I didn't know any other stepmoms, especially stepmoms who were predominantly full-time. And I didn't even have an online community. You know, 10 years ago, the kind of online support that exists now just wasn't there, or I couldn't find it. And that's how quickly the online stepmom tribe has grown. And now there's, you know, oodles of podcasts, helpful articles, online coaching options, and even stepmom retreats, um, which I haven't tried yet, but sounds pretty cool. All right, got another comment here from Jody who said, I'm so glad that the step has been replaced with bonus in many areas. It's a much more positive connotation, and I feel it's helping propel things in a more positive direction. Thank you, Jody. Yes, 
And I myself have written quite a bit about labels in the past and my own feelings about how labels don't necessarily matter as much as the relationship itself matters. However, that does not mean that labels don't mean anything. And in fact, they're very meaningful to a lot of stepmoms. Um, I don't personally use the term bonus uh, for myself, but I do love that so many women in the step parenting role use this term and it makes them feel good and they love it. And that's awesome. I know that there are some stepmoms who are called mom by their stepkids or some variation of mom, like mama, you know, insert name there. Um, And that's wonderful. You know, whatever feels right for all parties is always the right thing, in my opinion. Um, I always felt weird about my stepchild calling me mom. Um, I was happy with being called by my first name. Although over the years, he's definitely experimented with some different names for me, kind of, I think, testing the waters with me. But we always seem to come back to just using my first name and it just stuck. You know, my in-laws refer to me as mom in regards to my stepchild. And so do plenty of other people, especially after his bio mom left. People just started referring to me, um, like saying to him, your mom in regards to me. And I don't correct them. You know, I'm happy for that label. And I finally feel like, yes, I am his mom, essentially. So go ahead and use that name for me. You know, I still feel a little bit uncomfortable about it. um, And I don't refer to myself, to other people as his mom. But I'll take it. I will take it when other people decide to, to say, you know, there's your mom or go ask your mom or your mom really loves you because yeah, that's me. Okay. Uh, next comment is from Annika who says, I feel like the stepmom role has been more positively viewed, but the blended family dynamic has not. This baffles me as blended families or are more common than unblended, generally speaking. And there is little to no representation of that in mainstream media for either children or adults. Thank you, Annika. Okay, so I read this a few times, and I think I get what she's saying here, hopefully. Um, I think that perhaps she means that the reasons why stepmoms exist at all are not always commonly talked about like divorce or, you know, the relationship that didn't work out between the two original parents, the reasons why a biological mom and dad or two partners who had a child together broke up in the first place um, might not be talked about to children a whole lot. And I think a lot of children in general are not exposed to the reality of how blended families are formed or even how common they are. Um, you know, the improved acceptance of stepmoms is great, but I think that it's also important to educate children on the fact that sometimes marriages and relationships just don't work out. And even though it's unfortunate and undoubtedly hard on the children caught up in the mix, it is possible to form a new kind of family with people that may not 
be like the original family, but it can still definitely be functional and loving. Absolutely. And I think that the more we can normalize that um, with our children, um, the better off everyone will be. All right. I am going to take a quick little break. And then when I come back, I'm going to read a couple of anonymous messages that I got on the Pondering Nooks Instagram. All right. I am back and I am discussing feedback from stepmoms on how they think the stepmom role has improved in general over the decades. And I have an anonymous comment on the Pondering Nooks Instagram page from a stepmom who says, in regards to the stepmom role, I feel like it's more common for there to be stepmoms now But overall, the role itself is still viewed as less than or not a real role. I do think it's due in large part to biomoms, mostly the high conflict ones that keep the negative stepmom association going strong. Like, I'm good enough to own a home that houses your children, pay for half of everything for them with their dad, and still be drugged through the mud and then told it's none of my business or I'm not their mom, etc. It's tough. Life is only good when their mom gets her way all the time. And unfortunately, that's just not possible or fair. The kids love and respect me, but struggle with the loyalty binds due to their mom being unable to cope. I just refuse to lower my standards to someone I'm not to make her feel better. It's not about her or me. Hopefully, the more, op- the more open stepmom forums there are, the easier it can be for women like me to feel at peace in my role with our family. Thank you for that feedback. And yeah, there's no doubt that the stepmom role has changed along with how women's roles have changed in our society. Um, everything's changed. Partnerships have changed, the balance. There are a lot of stepmoms who are the financial breadwinners within a relationship and the household, and they're supporting a huge portion of the responsibilities um, within the blended family, including paying for their stepchildren's needs. And even if a stepmom is not the breadwinner and is the stay-at-home stepmom, she's doing all the cleaning, cooking, chauffeuring, homework, emotional, mental needs, sports, I mean, you name it, and is taking on an immense emotional and mental challenge just being present in the home um, whenever your stepkids happen to be there. And I think that with everything... The more saturated a community becomes, especially online communities, it's much more likely that negativity is going to creep in. So given that there are more online forums and more people have access to comment and give feedback, it can be really difficult to control or filter out um, the positive from the negative, you know, um, and all that toxic stuff. And there is a lot of toxic stuff in a lot of stepmom forums. 
And I try to make a point on this podcast not to read the super negative stuff um, that are more angry than productive because that's really only useful to anyone who just wants to feed into that kind of attitude and sort of spread the poison. I mean, I'm all for venting, um, but there are many sides to a story. And although I want this podcast to be a platform for stepmoms to vent and share, I don't want it to be a platform that promotes any kind of vicious attacks on bio moms um, because I don't know the whole story. And absolutely many stepmoms are dealing with high conflict bio moms, but we don't need to necessarily dwell on how awful they are um, continually. And we do need to try and figure out how to cope with those struggles that are coming from that person in that situation. Okay, moving on. The next comment I have here is from a stepmom who says, I feel like there is definitely more recognition of how hard a role it is um, to play. I feel like the evil stepmom thing is a thing of the past. Hopefully, no more remakes of Cinderella to perpetuate that garbage. (laughs) Yes, and this brings me to evil villains and the evil stepmother. Um, And just to finish out today, I did a little bit of research on the history of the evil stepmother. And I came to find out that the reason... There were so many evil stepmothers portrayed in fairy tales was because before the 20th century, there were so many women that died in childbirth. And I was like, of course, that makes sense. So you had a lot of women dying when they gave birth. And then another woman, the stepmother, would come in. Um, And then I Googled. This is interesting. Um, why are stepmothers portrayed as evil in fairy tales? And why are stepmoms evil? And the answer I got from Google was, their wickedness usually stems from jealousy, thinks Snow White, or the desire for the father to love her more than his own children, think the parent trap. The father rarely intervenes on situations between stepmothers and his children even if he's alive in the story. This makes for the perfect antagonist for children. That's interesting. Um, Also, Google told me in fairy tale terms, the stepmother represents qualities that we equate with evil, rage, envy, resentment, greed, self-absorption, clever inventiveness, and supernatural powers the naive and innocent stepchildren whom she mistreats will eventually gain victory over her. So yeah, this whole storyline has been perpetuated for so many decades. Um, And you all know the fairy tales. I mean, there's just a huge list of fairy tales where the kids have an evil stepmom. I find this interesting that the the supernatural powers... (laughs) The clever inventiveness. I mean, there's no doubt there are women who are super clever who also happen to be stepmothers. Um, 
and yeah, the, the evil stepmother thing I think is dying out. And I think as we get further into, um, the years ahead, there will hopefully be more, um, more portrayals of stepmoms that are more realistic. And there are movies out there. I mean, one of the the ones that probably stands out to me most is the one with Julia Roberts and Susan Sarandon, Stepmom. That one was really good. I know that there's some sitcoms now that deal with blended families. I can't name them off the top of my head right now. Um, and there's been more movies that portray um, stepmoms and stepdads in a more positive light rather than the stepdad or the stepmom just being this horrible abuser type of person. Because as we all know, biological dads and biological moms can be abusive as well. So, but I get that these fairy tales really thrived on this stuff and it was popular and that narrative was just something that stuck. So, yeah. But we're done with all that now, I think. Um, And I think that as more kids who are in blended families and have stepmoms read these old fairy tales, um, like, for instance, my daughter, uh, we were watching something that talked about Cinderella's evil stepmother. And my daughter looked at me and said, you're a stepmother and you're not evil. And I'm like, exactly. I mean, maybe this particular stepmother was not very nice, but that doesn't mean that all stepmothers are evil, despite what these old fairy tales may tell you. So yeah, kids are smart and they'll pick up on it and hopefully grow up to write some better fairy tales and movies and plot narratives that involve different kinds of uh, antagonists other than a stepmom. So on that note, I'm going to end the podcast and I'm going to be ending season five. Thank you so much for joining me. I wasn't sure I was going to do another season, um, but now that I'm doing it and I'm getting so much feedback and so many like reviews and just like, it's awesome. I'm so excited. I look forward to doing this. It's not only cathartic for me, but it seems like there's stepmoms out there who are really getting something out of it. And that makes me just feel good. I feel like I'm doing some sort of good in the world. Um, So it's awesome. And I'm starting to ramble because I just had my coffee. Um, So yeah, please continue share this podcast um, with another stepmom you might know. Uh, Give me a good rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That way more other stepmoms will find me. And of course, you can find me at theponderingnook.com and also find more stepmom articles at iStepmother over at Medium. So I will be back with season six in the new year. And hopefully I'll pop in for some bonus episodes over the holidays. So stay strong, stepmoms, and have a beautiful morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are. All right. Bye, guys.